0: Are those dogs howling? This is the Fanboy Planet
1: Podcast! And here's your host, Derek McCaw!
0: Thank you. This is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com. And we are podcasting from game two of the World Series (laughs) at the fabulous Brett Cave on Wednesday, October 22nd. So, again, any news that happens after nine? There's nothing left. There's, I know, really. There's, <laughs> there's really they, nothing left. No, 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 no. There still is. We'll get there. Um, we're not responsible for anything that happens after 9.30 tonight uh, uh, until the next podcast. And so we have, uh, you know, you mentioned you're probably listening to this on iTunes or the Stitcher app. Either way, would you please rate us? Would you please subscribe? Tell your friends that you find us at least moderately amusing and enjoy listening sure to the Fanboy Planet podcast. That would be great as well. Uh, you can find us at www there www.fanboyplanet.com, where you may also find an Amazon link. So if you find hear of something on this podcast that you would like to purchase and you cannot find it at your local brick and mortar store, which then ironically, did you notice that Amazon announced this week they're going to build a brick and mortar yeah, store? Yeah, I'm going to write an article about that for Book Judgment. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, if I, if you don't it's, mind, I'd like to cross post that because that certainly. affects everything. And it's uh, like it's like the world's longest con.
2: Because they basically they said they're we're going to destroy
0: all the brick and mortars, and then we're going we'll to be a little, the only one, and then we're going to open a little mom and pop bookstore. Exactly. so uh, you can purchase it on the link at uh, fa- at FanboyPlanet dot com, where also you can uh, donate to us on PayPal if you so choose. Thank you, that would be nice. Anyway, we've got some comics news. It's like this week we decided to take a little bit different tack, in that it's like everything the the major news stories that hit in the past week up to even today have been these huge wide, you know, um, studio or company wide reverberation. Earth shattering. Well, I wouldn't call earth shattering. We, we have not yet, uh, cracked the internet in half as Joe Casada used to like to say. Um, but we do have a lot of, of big topics that I think when you talk about it, it you just mention it, that's going to go for like 10 minutes. So there's comics news. Good Lord. There's comics news. Um, and it's interesting comics news and I think I'm looking forward to Nate's insight on the Marvel side uh, I don't know why I think you have a particular insight but I suspect that you do and uh, on the movie side huge we all have our opinions anyway and then TV ah uh, the golden age of television that we are living in as nerds Talkies. it's fantastic
1: we should uh, thank Hydra for leaking that trailer in time for the podcast
0: that's true I do hail Hydra this week's episode <laughs> brought to you by Hydra. What's the catchphrase? Making now? the world a deadlier. Tomorrow. There's a new
2: phrase that they use after they've been converted. It was like, "I'm." Pl- it's a pleasure to serve or something. Uh,
1: oh yeah. Oh, what are they saying?
2: I put it up on Facebook and you and Twitter the next. The next. I believe day. it's
0: hashtag not my Christian Grey. Uh, <laughs> Is sorry. it? I sorry. I saw a trailer for Fifty Shades of Grey last night, and I went. Uh, really. Really. You had an entirely different picture in your. Uh, no, I have no idea. It was just <laughs> I, I went to see Gone Girl and uh, then they showed this trailer for, for Fifty Shades of Grey. And I'm like, all there is to this is, again, I understand. Because, uh, I mean, I know it is literally, um, you know, it's basically porn with a budget.
2: They're, they're calling it mommy porn.
0: Mommy porn? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Let's get to... Let's get to unrepentantly immature boy porn by talking about comics, shall we? We should. I don't like this as a transition because the first thing I'm going to say is that, and and perhaps, Nate, I don't know if you've seen more um, reference to this than I have, but the first thing up was this concept that uh, this week has crossed my radar and I hadn't seen the imprint mentioned before, but perhaps. Uh, Joe Books, uh. are you familiar with this imprint, Nate?
1: Joe Straczynski Joe No, it's
0: not Joe Straczynski. And
1: oh, this those is are what, Joe's comics, right? That's
0: Joe's comics. So Joe Books confused the heck out of me. Hmm. The first impact, I guess, was that they announced that they were going to have a graphic novel adaptation of Frozen. So Joe Books is Disney's separate move into the graphic novel market. And I've got to go home and check my copy of that Space Mountain graphic novel to see if that, I thought it was under Hyperion. If it was Joe Books. If they had a Joe Books imprint on it, because apparently, and by the way, I believe, I think I read it's 100,000 pre-orders of the Frozen graphic novel, Frozen Mania, showing no signs of slowing. And when you were saying a couple weeks ago about how S.H.I.E.L.D. had this great budget for the TV show because they had Blizzard... Um yeah. Yeah, I realize why. It's because they had to do a little research for <laughs> Frozen on Once Upon a Time and <laughs> So they tested could, it so they shelled? could do Elsa, you know, because it's the same special effects artist doing both, because they're gonna use that effect a lot this year on Once Upon a Time. Elizabeth Mitchell, fine actress playing Elsa. Anyway, I don't even know why I know that. But but a hundred thousand pre orders for the frozen graphic novel. That's a lot. That's a lot. And this is—we're talking for a movie that is already almost a year old, and there's also going to be a manga adaptation. But why Joe's uh, Joe books became was kinda, that a Christmas release? It was in November. Yeah, it was. It was. I took my kids for Thanksgiving last okay, year. Thanksgiving. Okay, Thanksgiving. Yeah, just as Big Hero six is going to be November sixth. Okay. So, um, but uh, then today they announced, okay, that uh, they're going to gather up the Darkwing Duck. Stuff that had been done for Boom Studio and taken away, and Marvel's not going to reprint that. Uh, It's uh, Joe Books is going to do gather up that into one volume, and then do a Darkwing Duck ongoing series. Which, if you're uh, apparently, and this is one of those again, it sort of passed me by wrong. Age like I had started teaching, yeah, and so I was never home in time for, for Disney Dark afternoon Man. to watch Darkwing Duck. So, but I know that there's a generation of people that are just huge, huge fans of that show. And I so, think we
2: were recording it for Justin. I remember seeing any number, but of here's episodes.
0: the even bigger thing: Joe Books is going uh, Disney. Here's the move. Yeah, has officially taken Big Hero Six away from, from Marvel. Marvel. Wow. And Joe Books will be producing an ongoing Big Hero 6. And they want us to forget yeah, you that there already... was an X Men related version of Big Hero 6. And now it will be the movie version, which will be appearing in comic book form. And by the way, I was at the Disney store a couple nights ago and saw the uh, toys. And that's when I realized oh my gosh, it's, uh, it's only like two weeks away from opening. And <laughs> where did my fall go? <laughs> but well, you'd you'd mentioned a
2: couple of weeks ago that that, that, that Disney had, it was did not want Marvel to reprint the the prior the, effort the, the
0: prior effort yes which and is probably I'm hoping gonna shoot up on eBay yeah because uh, I do you have uh, you I have your hands copy? on that I have an extra copy an extra of, extra the, of the uh, eight dollar ga- trade uh, trade it was, it was you can't call it a trade paperback but they gathered up the four issue miniseries into one volume they they were doing that Marvel was experimenting with that making kind of an affordable it was still a comic book. Oh okay, you know, but it was still stapled or was it, it was square still, yeah, still stapled okay, eight bucks, so I have that uh because the artist on that had been local for a while he moved to, I think up to Portland uh, a year and a half ago, so um you know, I picked it up when it came out because I knew that Disney was gonna do it, and I did I went back a few months ago and picked up a second uh, a second copy of it because it's still easy to find, and now it's gonna be harder and harder because. Disney doesn't want that version around. It is kind of interesting
2: though that they would they would create this whole new publishing house for for their comics when they've had when they've got Marvel in 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 play. It's just like they don't want to staff them more to handle more books or they really think the imprint
0: is going to matter that much. I suspect that Disney is thinking in a more traditional way. Uh-huh. Which is that Marvel is seen as a teen boy, and young male adult. It's still kind of even even with the moves that Marvel has very clearly been making, good ones towards uh, creating uh, female heroes. Although I say that on the week that they're canceling the latest version of She Hulk again, that she cannot catch a catch a break. Uh, but uh, and that they almost canceled Miss Marvel, but again there was enough. Uh, but that it's 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 seen as more hard. Action, I think, and, and then yeah. they see it as a different market. And this is my suspicion. I have no inside knowledge whatsoever uh, into the inner workings of Marvel. When I say well, I, I'm not saying it for you, I'm saying it for anybody listening. Yeah. It's like, and, and that is to if anybody else knows of something please write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com and and help me here enlighten me on on maybe you've seen an article that i have not or somebody's somebody's point of view that i have not but marvel has had multiple imprints they've had epic well i know they have and and, and, and they had star comics they've done kids books and it's yeah. obvious that there there are but even when you see rocket raccoon which should have been my only disappointment with it is it should have been a more kid friendly book than it actually is. But I still let my son read it because right. it's, it's rocket raccoon. What are you going to do? You're talking about the latest mini series, the latest. It's not a mini series. It's an ongoing yeah. series. Yeah. Because guardians of the galaxy. Thank you. James Gunn has become this huge, I, by the way, also my son said the strangest thing, but it warmed my heart. Uh, we were playing the Guardians of the galaxy awesome mix volume 1 cd and he said he didn't realize it was a cd and he said because kids today buy things song by song yeah do you have the pina colada song and i said yes and he goes lucky because that is the greatest song ever wow which when i was 10 <laughs> when it first came out yeah i thought so too <laughs> i didn't really realize what it was what about was <laughs> Hey, they got together at the end. Uh. <laughs> it's just kind of funny that oh, my son, poor boy, has the same taste in music at ten that I had at ten. <laughs> but anyway, uh, back to Joe books. Sorry for that little diversion huh. or spider web, if you want to keep it a little more, uh, yeah, Marvel thematic. Thematic. Um, it is interesting that they're that they're doing a separate, and I think that it I think it is because then you can see it as more kid friendly and more. The girls who are into princesses, who are because you can do, you're going to do Frozen. You can do. Sure. Um, they they've said from time to time that they were trying to create. They've been trying to try to to leverage a way that they could create a, the princesses. At one point, there was a pilot, uh, at least scripted. I don't know if it was ever animated. Of the Disney princesses, were all going to live in the same kind of vague kingdom, kind of drawn together in a uh, house. Don't do that. No, because the <laughs> I don't want to accidentally lead someone astray to that show, which has a Disney princess parody. But we know there's going to be a live action on Disney Channel, a movie about the children of the villains. Um, Yes, yes, school age. They're they're all uh, high school, and uh, Kristen Chenoweth is playing Maleficent in that. So, I mean, there's a thing where you can tie in, because the reality is, uh, because I just walked into Barnes & Noble with Luke a couple weeks ago, Seeing, like, uh, say all the Percy Jacksons, there are graphic novel adaptations of every Percy Jackson, which is published by Hyperion. Disney has very carefully um, or secretly discovered that the kids that will buy the YA novels, which are not YA, these are 10 to 12 year olds reading these will also then buy the graphic novels, and they're making a quiet killing doing these graphic novel adaptations that no one's noticing because they're tending not to be carried by Diamond and tending not to be uh, sold in comic shops. They're being sold in Barnes & Noble, which, no coincidence, is trying, as we noticed this summer, positioning itself as your local neighborhood comic book shop because there are more Barnes & Nobles than there are comic book shops. Oddly enough, not with traditional comics but with graphic graphic novels. novels well and manga but as we've talked a couple times yeah that it it, for me like that's a point last week over at elusive um the artist on east of west remind me again nate i love him and i blanking on his name um
1: yeah now i'm blanking on his name thanks a lot
0: well i don't know what your excuse is i'm old um, or I've been there. taking this nasa court and I think it's affecting my memory. There it is, Nick Dragota. Dragota, there you go. Rick just flashed the cover at me. I couldn't even read the name, and I like that's what that's all I needed was, you know, choo-oom. why don't you pass the time with a game of solitaire? And uh, so um, that's uh, by the way, if I have triggered any assassins, I'm sorry. But uh, Nick Dragota, and I said I bought the trade paperback volume three to get it signed because. It's, I have all the individual issues, but I haven't read them yet. So it's again, it's like it's more convenient. And he said, you know, I think it actually reads better when you do it all at once sure. in these in these story arcs. I said, that's how I feel. It's like I'm I'm getting to this point now. It's like, give me the the cover round because I don't I'm not buying for the chance what I just said about Big Hero Six, notwithstanding. I I generally don't buy for the chance of of flipping it for a profit. I just want to have the story. Right. And so I'm happier to have them in the trade paperback because then I always know where the trade paperback is. And not which box the individual is in. It's on my shelf. I can easily pull it if it's a good story. And if it's not, I'll sell the trade paperback back, you know, or something.
1: You don't label your boxes.
0: Dude, let's not get into it on the air. This is, a, this is a whole <laughs> other show. We were just talking about this tonight. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth the whole show, but you know, because do. what do you do with your comics? Uh, no, no burn them. There's a lot more, to, uh, and then that's two minutes. You, there's be a be the lot sh- more. To shortest talk podcast about. we've ever done, even a shorter than the Superman Returns
2: review. I've got guests that I want to have on. <sighs> <laughs> yeah.
1: we, all should, right. we should, we should, we should get some professionals to discuss.
0: Absolutely, we'll, we'll do this. But I have been rebuffed by a couple of guests this week because I'm just saying it's they're all East Coast, and it's like it's too late. So um. I'm going to have to figure out sometimes to to. To get a better way of recording. Maybe on, on the Saturday. Uh, you know, yeah, possibly. We've had a couple of op- offers that they just said, "No, nah, we can't do it." So um, anyway, uh, the, so that's the Joe Books issue. It's interesting, a new imprint coming, and uh, because for a while this has bothered me. Like, wh- wh- you know, what are people doing with the? I mean, IDW is going to do another Masters edition of Carl uh, Barks's Uncle Scrooge work.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, IDW has all the classic stuff still. Right, but or, or they were just given.
0: It, well, they're, they're but those are those big oversized right, archive right. Uh, or artist edition things, and they're doing it with Marvel too. They've got an agreement with Marvel. I don't know why, I don't know how, mm. but that's but it's happy because they did the the Walt Simonson Thor. But that's fine. But there is as much as it pains me. There are kids in particular who will say, "But it's old. I don't want to read it if it's old." So who's generating the new material that's going to hook the kids mm-hmm. and, uh, and the Disney properties are like well there should be a Wreck-It Ralph comic there should be um, you know yes there yeah. should be a Big Hero 6 based on that version there should be a Brave comic for that matter Ongoing Incredibles which Mark yeah. Wade had done four issues yeah. for Boom so you know there's a lot of titles uh, in co- IPs oh, to sound like we're businessmen here Soulless <laughs> Intellectual Property <laughs> yes I know um, I'm just telling you. We're going transmedia, which is just transmedia, That's meaning a, it crosses the media. And comics and graphic novels are again rising, and we need to have kids being able to pick the stuff up. On the flip side, let's get to the big two because they both did two interesting things. Oh, well, they both did one interesting thing each. Big Hero 2. <clears throat> big Hero 2. Marvel Comics is basically, I believe, now Nate, maybe, again, could correct me with my timeline, but I believe the first announcement they made was an image of Kitty Pride surrounded by a bunch of diff- X-Men from different versions, and Kitty is the version of Welcome to the X-Men uh, you know, 131, X, you know, Uncanny X-Men 131. Uh, and it was because they said, Marvel said it was the year of future past. And then every day since, for about five or six days, they've released two or three images that have been... Every major event, and and, I, and at first I thought this was tying into some of the Marvel movie news, which we'll get back to, which was Civil War. Yeah, uh, they said, oh, was going to go back and revisit the Civil War. And it was like, and, pe- and it was the first thing was maybe that was the first thing that got released because people were like, what, what, what more is to be said about Civil War? And I was thinking, no, clever Marvel because they just announced that was going to be Captain America three or some version of it. Yeah. And then they went, and they and they so civil war, and then secret war, and then thank God not secret wars too, Um, but 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 secret war. (laughs) Think of the album, (sighs) and think of the soundtrack. And I'm I'm running out of crossovers to go. World War Hulk, Planet Hulk. There's gonna be and and just they've just been pouring it on of all these anything that was the 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 big the big event is like they're all gonna get revisited in 2015, including today. Old man Logan. And I'm just perplexed by what Marvel is planning to do in two thousand fifteen and the my my only theory, which is again about as wise as that a Brontosaurus starts thin at one end and gets thick in the middle and thin again because a Brontosaurus doesn't even exist, people. That's just something from my childhood. That it's true, I still can't remember what the what the new name for it is. But uh that, brachiosaurus? Maybe it's the brachiosaurus. Yeah. Somebody right into editor at com. We need the mail. We're lonely. So, uh, is that we know that Marvel's coming towards a big earth shattering event. Time runs out. And we know that worlds are coming together. And maybe what they're doing is showing how it played out. It's like maybe it's a series. Of- it's a Patasaurus. Ap- ap- it's a Patasaurus. Thank you. Yeah. I-, I love having you on color there, right with her with the iPad going. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, I. I m- my hypothesis which I think is completely off base but if we're right that Marvel's going to essentially reboot again yeah. uh, not again because they never have uh, yeah, I don't count Marvel now as a reboot they were no. more just clever jumping on points. Yeah. We know the Fantastic Four is coming to an end um and we you know that it's a time to we show We don't
2: know that the that the do we know that they're going to disappear from the Marvel universe? We know that the books are going to stop.
0: Uh, there is a new. There is an image of Sue Storm that has been labeled as Iron Fist. I believe she's going to be the new Iron Fist, which actually makes sense with her force field. I guess um, it is the justification people have made. Like from, the, did you read the episode where she took on Doctor Doom?
1: No. Yeah. So
0: what? What they're saying is the few. You know, is that this image came from like a what happens after time runs out. Okay. And we know we've seen uh, there's been a, a panel release where she's saying like, you know, where is Reed Richards? like she's hunting him down. So um, it's possible again we know that it's a title and and here's the thing, as much as as much as we say sentimentally, it should be even under James Robinson and Leonard Kirk uh Fantastic Four has been selling under 30,000 a month. Mm. So Marvel has actually uh, canceled a lot of titles with better sales than that. So I, it, you know, you could make the argument that it's just, uh, you know, they didn't inject new life. Maybe people are tired of it for a while. Whatever. You know, like Thor, yeah. uh, you know, for a, uh ways back, they had done Ragnarok. Thor ended. He was gone for a couple of years. Civil War happened. And then uh, J-, J-, J. Michael Straczynski revived him and and so maybe that's what's going to happen with Fantastic Four but my theory might be that what we're going to see and which DC has never done very effectively is after reboot how did these events play out with their new version of continuity what caused Planet Hulk for example we already know if I may jump a little bit we're going to have our own little time runs out moment to Marvel movies if we know that Civil War is going to play out cinematically but it's it's a title like Age of Ultron is, right. and and has been pointed out in the cinematic universe. There's no point in having hero registration when secret identities have not yet been established for any of them. Right. You know, there's nobody now. If if you got, and this is just to make this is like ringing a bell. And Rick is Pavlov's dog. Ready? If Sony gave Spider-Man back for Avengers three. Oh my God! He almost shorted out the microphone. Uh, <laughs> I stopped breathing there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, sorry, breathe, breathe, Heathcliff. Uh, so if you know that would be a character that does wear a mask and, and has a secret identity, but the, otherwise the Marvel universe on film has not. Daredevil, yeah. maybe we'll see. You know, yeah. uh,
2: what Netflix does, which is odd because he doesn't really have a secret identity in the book either. No. not now
0: but he did originally right. so you know who knows but yeah. so we know that there's a version of civil war going to play out cinematically and right. when we get back to me we talk about it, i it's just the whole thing is brilliant um, but uh, in the comics let's see what did secret war uh, what did secret wars look like in mm-hmm. whatever their new reality is i could be very off base but it's the only thing that makes sense to me uh, at this point Why go back and retell these stories? I don't want a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead version of like, well, what does Secret Wars look like from the point of view of just Obnoxio the clown or something? Some walk-on character you didn't even know was there. Now, I want to know what was really, you know, why are we— Was it Obnoxio Cracked? Crazy. Crazy. Crazy, Crazy, which was Marvel. And Obnoxio did appear in a few. Oh, okay. Obnoxia I have. Obnoxio the Clown versus the X-Men. Okay. Which, by the way, we did not mention. I will throw in one piece of just small comics news. At New York Comic Con, Archie uh, announced that they're doing an Archie versus Predator crossover. They already did, didn't they? No, they did Archie versus the Punisher. Oh, Punisher, Punisher. Right. No, I'm saying Predator. Predator. Rick, hmm. he's going up against alien killers. <laughs> it's like, well, Archie... <laughs> The predator to be, comes to Riverdale. You know, Archie just has to be faster than Moose. Actually, I think I think what's happening is Archie's going on a South American immersion trip <laughs> and going to cross paths with the Punisher with uh, the Predator. You have got me doing it. they um, will go down to South America with the Punisher, <laughs> and they'll encounter the Predator. They're there buds from long. long I know, past. I know. That's still one I, I wish you could wish they could straighten out whatever legal issues or Disney would never allow it now. <laughs> but a reprint of that book. Because that would be great. But anyway, so that's what Marvel's doing. Nate, do you have any, uh, do you have like a counter theory, anything going on? Because you probably follow this news as well about what's going on with all these revisitings.
1: Uh, I don't know. I initially thought it was a movie thing as well, but I have no idea.
0: Well, it's funny with the
2: movie thing because like Age of Ultron, in, in the comic, Age of Ultron was years of... Yeah. Rule under Ultron's fist, right? Yeah, it was all it was all time travel. There's no hint of any of that. In uh, this nor movie. do I think there would be. So, but, but that's I'm kind of they, uh,
0: They've uh, taken the title and they've and, and have applied a different concept to it, which is again, I don't, I don't, I don't mind uh, that. You don't mind. I just don't see
2: any reason for it. I, I think oh, that... I, I, I would, because if you go in and you go, I want the Age of Ultron story, if you go into a comic shop, you're going to get something that's not at all related to no, that's
0: No, that, that's true. Yeah. And, I, and I don't want to get too d- deep yet into the movie side of it. But I basically what it comes down to me is it was a good title. It, and, mm. you know, I mean, yeah. I don't think it was a good book necessarily. It yeah. was a good title. So Joss Whedon took it. Yeah. And I think... I'm okay with saying the movies are a completely separate concept and we'll revisit when we get back there. But let me go over to DC and it probably won't take as much time here, but, but what has apparently gone out, we know that DC is moving offices. Uh, Nate is checking the job boards every day, right? For postings because 80 people are not coming West when DC moves over to, to Burbank. And, um, I actually know, where the D.C. office... D.C. has very carefully moved into a building uh, in Burbank, has been for several years on the West Coast, where they have not really called attention <laughs> to where they are. Really? Um, and They're I, in Burbank? I, I won't say... I Yes, because I was at uh, a party, and uh, people said some things, and then I found out. And I was like, but it's not... I, I've had no idea it was there, and they said, yes, that's the idea. So... Um, <laughs> It's at this point, it'll probably because they don't kid. want
1: you coming to visit.
0: I know it's like why? So and then and they were unsuspecting at a party, and I showed up. Hi, hello, hello. Can I have some action figures? Anyway, uh, so uh, uh, the eighty, you know, they're moving west, and we know that they're going to have two months where they've been banking books that are kind of either out of continuity or in its own continuity, which may be revisitation of the old. We know that they and which I like that bleeding cools called it the DC Band Aid to cover while they're moving all their <laughs> operations over they're ready to go with this but uh and then there's this blood moon We know future end has had a an, an animation that the villain is brainiac and he says welcome to you know prepare for the blood moon cuz naturally you know poor dc it's like so marvel's doing ultron which is basically their version of brainiac uh, mm-hmm. or Brainiac got updated to be DC's version of Ultron yeah. even though he was something different before <laughs> and then it's like yeah you're just looking at it. it's the age of Ultron baby and now they're going okay Brainiac should be a good villain uh, <laughs> so the I know the average fan because I was just reading a, a website uh, this week that said they complained about like the flaws is like you've got this difference between there's the people that are movie fans and they don't know any of the comics continuity and it's true they're going to they're going to walk right. in and they're going to see Brainiac and go oh that's not ultron yeah because they're going to be it with ultron but anyway um basically what has gone out editorially is the creative teams on the new 52 have been told uh requested to bring their storylines to a close not just finish up a story. Bring it to a close. So this is DC's New 52, which is all the books that they're currently publishing in their hero universe. Right. So about year three, we're we're near the end of year three of this. Now, we're not saying they're going to reboot again, because (laughs) that would be crazy. Wait. Do you... Is that the air? I taste irony, um you know, but anyway, uh but they have been told they have been telling the creators bring them to an end, and then said they put out a, a memo saying they want what they call blue sky pitches, so think what you can do with the character would be interesting because what they did notice was they took a blue sky pitch a few months ago from uh Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti, on Harley Quinn and that became a book that was sort of part of New 52 but had a very different feel yeah. than what what else was going on in New 52 and that has consistently been in the top 10. And then they got uh, and they rebooted Batgirl. The, the editor came in and pushed and argued that he wanted a new take on Batgirl without invalidating what had been, come before but saying but doing something new and quirky and that's been selling well. Or actually been selling one issue came out and everybody got excited. Yeah. There was attention paid, more attention paid to. Have you noticed that Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and and Boo Berry have been redrawn by the DC artists, and their yes. signatures nowhere in the box, and I don't know what like. And, as
1: it, a, and it's not even in their style. It just right. looks like well, Count no. The Chocula. Jim Lee Count Chocula,
0: I recognize as, as Jim Lee. I don't know why. I Does think he have a collar? Yeah, he has a collar. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you beat me to it. Only the collar's on his nose. And uh, it's the shading. Uh, but it, it was like, you know, that's, I, I get it that they got a brief flurry of publicity where it was like, oh, DC artist. But it's not driving anybody to read the books. Or buy but the when, cereal. W- uh, but, uh, I did. Uh, you bought the cereal? Oh, I just I really craved a bowl of Count Chocula, man. Once a year, it's like it's like a full moon. There it is. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> somebody the G- gutters webcomic, did uh, did then the Fruit Brute and uh, Yummy Mummy, and they did Yummy was like Harley Quinn, and it was like ridiculously, nice. and then Fruit Brute was i think midnighter or apollo something like really outrageously gay? wow and you know so like why didn't they release these cereals again <laughs> you know but um but that's just not, i mean it's just not driving anybody if, if people walk midnighter into it as fruit, fruit if anybody well, it was a joke it, it was a joke itself. please don't write to me no um but um that uh, you'd know, that be walking to a grocery store, that's not going to drive anybody to read comics. But the Batgirl relaunch got attention and mainstream in a way that gee, the female Thor did. And DC's realizing, oh, maybe actual uh, original visions because Gotham Academy got some critical praise. And then Arkham, what is it called? Arkham, Arkham Manor, Manor came out today. And, of course, we know, you know, reality. Batman is DC's bread and butter. And as far as Warner Brothers is concerned, you know, for years, that's been the only book that... Um, dc is published Uh, and uh, so uh, until this year uh so uh, i'm sarcastic but you know they're they're taking a bunch of open ideas and i think you might see some creativity and make these and see if they can make the dc books look a little more like the indies because the other thing is we've noticed that i've noticed this for a a year or so these articles going oh you know the the big two are freaking out that yes comic book stores there are more this year sales went up I think by 6% this year wow and but the sales didn't necessarily go up on the big two they went up for things like Saga East, is West, East of West because Image has been just and, putting and, a ton and of and the books big thing and, but Boom Studios Lumberjanes Lumberjanes yeah. is huge yeah and so, what they're seeing is that there's a new generation of readers coming in that just don't want to read the old things. They they don't mind seeing a version of their of of old concepts, but to really feel modern and not in a video gamey way,
2: you know. So, any uh, idea what the numbers are on Earth Two?
0: I don't know because I, I, I don't that book
2: know. for the longest time was kind of limp and just barely stayed on my buy list, and recently it's just gone. It's just like on the top of my read uh, stack uh, now. I, I don't know. But and there it, it is it again. It's, a de-
0: it's another version of... Yeah. It doesn't feel it, quite like, like the other... It feels
2: new. It feels
0: yeah. kind of like a different take on, on things. And not like a, not like a trying to be the ultra-violent video game thing. Although right. I noticed that Deathstroke, I didn't pick it up, but Deathstroke number one came it. up today and they said they're actually trying to bring uh, uh, Deathstroke more in alignment with Manu. What's his what's the guy's name on on Arrow uh, that's playing Deathstroke? Nate, do you know Manu, no oh, idea. He was a UFC champion, I think. Wow. Um, good oh, actor. No, no, he, yeah, he, he's he's good. But they're trying to make Deathstroke seem more, more like, like him. that. Yeah. Um, and you know, this is it. They're doing and, arrow and they're trying the to make Arrow way. the same green Green Arrow the same way, yeah. and uh, which is great. So and Manu Bennett, Manu Bennett. Okay, at least I wow, I had the first name right. Yay. Uh, so you know, uh, they're they're seeing this because we shall see what what is DC doing the books that I'm enjoying most out of them are, are things that are kind of uh, you know off the beaten path there and uh, I like I really did like uh Gotham Academy was a good was a good yeah. book I didn't pick I, I didn't like Harley Quinn but you know what I don't care that I didn't it's alright if somebody is God love them you know on the other hand my favorite book still that they pu- publish Batman and Robin well and uh, this should come as no surprise that they did uh uh Spoilers, uh, solicitations for January books, and of course, what is it that at the end of all this, gee, Damien's back? But exactly because Damien felt fresh they should have brought they definitely. should never have killed him i mean i do understand and i was reading this people going like grant morrison's going to be upset and i was like grant morrison knew damn well they were going to bring damien back to life grant morrison is one of the most forgiving people of comics continuity on the planet <laughs> well <laughs> considering that he made the batman of and nah, that batman that's one of the posters on the lego batman i got a poster oh, that, that, has, Zura that Zura. has a lego nah, which is going to be in lego batman 3 that's awesome um so we <laughs> Yeah, we'll get we'll get back there. So anyway, the big two are responding, trying to do some wild things, and we'll see. But the big news, let's go to movies, because that's where the big stuff happened. This drew me out of a month uh, a sort of self imposed uh month long retirement from writing on Fanboy Planet. Yeah. Was the DC slate. And this is the Warner Brothers weirdness. You finish New York Comic Con, where do you have a hundred and fifty thousand bigger than San Diego wow. 150,000 wow. people come to uh, San Diego Comic-Con is 140, right? 140. So you get they did an estimated count and this was no uh counterfeit badges, everything. 150,000 people at New York Comic-Con. Wow. All right. So that's where is that held? Is that the Javits not, Center? It's not, the is Javits it in Manhattan? Uh, I I think it is. Okay. The one time I've been in New York, I didn't see it. I, okay. you know, I, I didn't check this, the area out. Maybe next year, uh, with a new, new job, I can take some PTO and fly out there yeah. finally. Because people keep asking me to go. Yeah. And you know, but <laughs> will you pay me? No, only once. I want to be fair. I won't say on the air who, but but one time a publisher did ask me if I wanted to go, and they were they were going to pay me, but I couldn't because of my job. And uh, so maybe now, stupid not. Job. Darn jobs, Darn jobs. These needs to you know eat. Uh, but anyway. So, uh, 150,000 go. There's all kinds of nonsense being made. Warner Brothers does not reveal their slate. They wait three days later for an investor's meeting. And Ken Sugihara, who I think gets it. He really does. But it also says, you know, here's the corporate thing. Is as excited on paper, if I didn't know, like, all the talents involved, whatever, you know by this slate it's like oh i never would have thought i'd lived long i say that all the time we should change the name of the podcast (laughs) overall to i never never thought thought i'd live long long enough to see see. dot 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 and when you know the next five years are like my god every week there will be a new superhero movie that's what it feels like and i don't even now i'm old enough i don't have time to see one every week (laughs) but um that 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 really this development slate that they put out announced is designed to save Warner you know this is like you know the thing is you can talk about the success of Marvel Marvel didn't save Disney Disney bought Marvel and and just happens to be successful stronger they are stronger but like Warner is I mean because the flip side is that Warner has um, all all the media um, have cut jobs like crazy like they cut like a thousand jobs at, at Warner Studios hmm. and, uh, and uh, not CNN but uh, TNT whatever Turner network right. still was you know they had to cut a thousand they were doing buyouts of, of people over 50 you know voluntary they're trying to cut down before oh, they, they, they actually do paying, paying them there before they could do yeah. actual ads because they're trying to increase their profitability for the shareholders so this slate gets in gets mentioned gets announced to investors now Deadline Hollywood was there to cover it But I'm like, it just shows where I think from its very inception, Warner, and I wish them success, don't get me wrong at this, I'm not trying to curse them, but but how it is it feels so calculated and not fan service, which you're not going to make money being fan service 100%, but how little we matter to them versus the way Marvel approaches it because this was announced to investors, this was announced as this is what should lead us to pro- profitability it's almost like they can't afford to have a failure right and some of it was new and i and i, I want to say jason momoa um, glad you can finally talk about it and you've given interviews where, I mean, that was my favorite and thing. And he
2: seems so happy about it too. Oh,
0: I mean, it was clear. I watched his, I've watched. stayed up and watched a couple of late night interviews with him uh-huh. because I just thought, well, is he going to say it? And when he was on Jimmy Kimmel and he said, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be cool? And it's like, you could tell. It's like, He's really, com- I've really come to be impressed by Jason Momoa as a person, yeah. and to be honest, that he would not, in a way that Dwayne Johnson was like going, "Oh, I might be, I might be doing Shazam, wink and wink," you know, <laughs> I'm going to be black, you know, and and Jason Momoa is not. Jason Momoa has been like, look, it was, the, it's their pool. You know, I, I don't know if that was the metaphor he used. Liverpool. Yeah, I'm gonna play in it, but it's their, it's their sandbox. I think he yeah, used the sandbox right. metaphor It's their sandbox. It's their right to say. Yeah. When I, you know, so I have if, I'm gonna, if they're gonna let if they're gonna let me play in it, yeah. I have to respect them. And I thought, you know, he shoom. And I've heard he wrote and directed a an independent film this year that one of my friends, Jordan Rosa J Dobbs Rosa has written for Fanboy Planet said it's like his favorite movie hands down of the year. So that he 's a really talented guy and a really kind guy, and and you know as much as Conan the Barbarian was not a great movie, he was actually a really good Conan, you know he was really good in Stargate as well, well, and let 's be honest he's damn good and he
2: was damn good in Game of Thrones, oh yeah yeah, yeah you know, I, actually i don 't think the role that he had in Game of Thrones was all wait, that what deep.
1: do you mean he was good in Game of Thrones spoilers <laughs>
0: Season one. Okay,
2: a couple of flashbacks. But,
0: okay, but yeah. uh, on Stargate, I, I love the characters. Yeah, he played. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I didn't watch Stargate, but you know, he's always seemed like a very charming guy yeah. and a guy who's been very friendly and kind, and just you know, one of those people. I don't begrudge, uh, like I ever do, but you know, begrudge a moment of success. This guy's worked hard. He's been on the fringes. Great for him, you know. I'm uh, happy, but but it's so they really. So they announced this, and it was like three movies years. We already kind of knew. So starting in February of 2016. We get Batman v Superman, which, good lord, okay, is going to be leaning by all rumors, leaning very heavily on Dark Knight Returns, yeah, because they they it seems like again now it's the Jason Momoa thing, of Jenna Malone has been rumored 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 that she's playing Carrie Kelly, that she's going to as the female Robin, and she was on so, the set. Wait a minute, Batman and Superman is 2016, yeah. Wow. February they, of 2016. Do they have anything for next year? Nothing. Everything starts 2016 to Holy 2020. Moly. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Five-year slate, but it doesn't kick in for another full year. So there's still and plenty of time change. for them to screw up. Oh, yeah. See, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but they're almost done. Wait a minute. we got to put that in the schedule. Th- but they're almost done shooting because Momoa and Ray Fisher playing Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, Ray Fisher gave an interview and said, like, <laughs> this is a funny thing. For 2020, there's going to be a cyborg movie, and the first Ray Fisher heard about that there was going to be a cyborg solo film was when the rest of us heard there was going nice. to be a cyborg solo nice. film. He knew he was he knew he knew was signed for Justice League. He didn't know they were planning to spin him out into a solo. But he also gave an interview this week where he said he's already shot everything for Batman v. Superman, so everything's going to be special effects. They're all so a year of special effects. Building. A year of special effects work. But anyway, if if Jenna Malone's playing Carrie Kelly, so apparently there's like, oh yeah. no, no, it's just like this extra gave an interview and said, oh yeah, I found out there's gonna be a female Robin, blah blah blah. Uh, rumor has it, as of this recording, I don't know if this is true, and I just have to say, it, but several sites have reported. But I know how reporting goes. Yes. is somebody says Should a story wish fulfillment versus is that Warner Brothers is suing that extra for breach of NDA. Wow. Because that was a secret yes. that Jenna Malone was going to be... Especially if, if he if signed it's true, an NDA. If it's true. Well, wait. So here's the rumor that the lawsuit, and they won't get it because that will just, like, destroy a human being, is for $5 million. There is no extra in Detroit who can afford to lose Not all the organ lagers. Dollar. Not <laughs> all the organ lagers in the... Uh... Detroit's a mess. They must mean, have a really good liver. Uh, You know, I mean, just get socially conscious for a minute that, you know, they ruled this, okay, that that they've cut off water to neighborhoods in Detroit because the people are so far behind in paying their water bills. You want to – a film crew is not going to save Detroit. and It's really becoming RoboCop, and there is a haves, a have and have not. The mainstream – I sound paranoid the mainstream media is not reporting enough of that there are – there are tens of thousands of people in Detroit who literally do not have access to drinking water. Bill Gates needs to go in there. Yeah, I. I mean, I. I'm. I'm that's that's no joke. Yeah. But I'm saying that that's how far gone things are over there. And oh, Warner's filming. <laughs> you know why? Because it looks like Metropolis after Zod went through it. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, anyway, so that's Batman v Superman. Then we're going to get... Uh, we knew there was going to be a Justice League. Uh, we got a Wonder Woman film. So these are essentially each year following. Yeah. So Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, essentially Justice League 1, even though they're calling the other one Justice League 1 and Justice League Part 2. It's really a trilogy. Right. And um, And rumor is... Gee, who's going to be the villain after <laughs> Age of Ultron? In April of 2015, the rumor is now Brainiac will be the big villain. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. but you got to work hard to make him different. You really got to work hard to make him different. So uh, you got that. Uh, we're uh, going to cover Age of Ultron too, right? Yeah, we will. Okay. And uh, w- because we're going to talk Marvel in just a minute, yeah. but but uh, you got Wonder Woman. Uh, as a solo film with Gal Gadot again no surprise there yeah uh, finally there's an Aquaman film we know that Jason Momoa finally gets to talk about it they were they, they officially announced Shazam even though Shazam is from so that's New five line. already there's uh, there's a, a flash this is probably the most uh, controversial is on the eve of they make this announcement after the flash pilot starring Grant Gustin gets record ratings yeah for the CW the premiere, the premiere, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it was the pilot episode. It was a pilot. It was, it was very, it was un- completely unchanged from what. But you would say the pilot like, earlier, yeah, and the yeah. Other people, the, other the, but I'm saying, but it's the pilot. You know, yeah. it's the premiere episode. Gets record ratings. Week two, it's still doing. It was still doing well. I don't know what what the ratings were on episode. last night's episode, but it, last night was the episode was good too. Yeah. And they announced they're going to do a flash solo film, and Ezra Miller, the kid from uh, the Perks of Being a Wallflower, and we've got to talk about Kevin. Uh, is cast as The Flash. They haven't said if it's Barry Allen or Wally West. It's right. probably Barry Allen. So the thing is already we know now that unlike Marvel, Warner Brothers is taking the tack of we're going to keep our movie universe and our television universe separate. And the thing I see, and actually uh, Lon Lopez called me about 5.30 tonight and we were talking uh, as I was driving over to the comic shop about, like, well, did you see it? What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And we were just talking about it. It's like, what? Warner hasn't gotten that Marvel sort of has, is that it's is that what people are going to see? Really, isn't actor dependent? It's kids aren't going to go in to say, "Oh, Ezra Miller is going to be the right uh, is going to be the Flash." It's they want to see the Flash, right? They want to see that done well, and if. And if there's, by that time, by the time they come out with, uh, assuming the Flash television series is just doing well, you'll be in season four of that TV series when DC, when Warner Brothers, I don't want to say DC, because DC is just a subsidiary of Warner and they don't have any control. And, you know, this is, I don't think they had much say in this, if any at all. That that you're going to be in season four when Warner Brothers is ready to release a Flash movie. And people are like, well, no, they should cast, cast Grant Gustin. I'm like, no, no, no. If they announce this guy th- four years in advance, basically, it's because, and I knew this, and I put it in the article, he's already filmed his part for Justice in League. in Batman v Superman, ah. and and uh, and that was confirmed by by the kid playing uh, Cyborg, Ray Fisher, uh, this week. So. You know, and so you got that. You got you got the Flash.
2: I think it's appropriate though, especially since those shows are are CW shows, and the pacing and the character Maybe, motivation just, is I'm all different. I'm just disappointed because
0: different. you all because it, I do understand that, and it'll be interesting. We shall see. But Warner Brothers, what they accidentally discovered when when Green Lantern came out, they tried to push Ryan Reynolds really hard as their answer to Robert Downey Jr. Uh huh. Uh, celebrity wise, push him out there the way that Robert Downey just took it. They didn't understand they had to take you know that just came out or- organically. Downey was so grateful for mm-hmm. what Iron Man did for his career. He became that Marvel spokesperson. Yeah, they have a DC spokesperson right now, and that's Stephen Amell. That's Green Arrow, and I think it's a mistake not to set up a, uni- a-, a way for him to cross over because he is out there pushing. He is going to be Arrow in the Lego Batman. He's uh, in the in, in the game anyway. Um, because that's the other thing. I mean, here's the confusion. So in addition to those, so you've and you've got, uh, let's see, we've got Cy- Cyborg. We've got, uh, well, there's going to be a Green Lantern reboot in 2020, which I suspect will be Jon Stewart. I would like to see that. I would like to see that there's already, because nobody's talking about who's cast as Green Lantern, but it's not Ryan Reynolds. So I'm hoping that it's already John Stewart in Batman v Superman, and I don't know who that actor will be, but I'm hoping that's true because one, it makes it a lot more you know ethnic. Or they said uh, that uh, that there's a new, and I'm behind on this, but that there is a new um, uh, woman who is wearing the ring in the comics. I'm not so reading there's the yet book, another. So I'm yeah. not either. So again, someone could write into editor at fanboyplanet.com and and educate me on this and tell me, boy, dude, you should be checking it out. She's a good character. So there's a possibility that it might be even a woman, which would be, um, gee, I sound so sexy. What is that? A woman wearing the ring. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, a, a woman of color, rather than putting, you know, a, this is because for Justice League, hawk girl or hawk woman doesn't make sense. So we shall see that. And then, hey, So I've I'm, I'm, so got three Justice Leagues. You've got Wonder Woman. You've got... Uh, Shazam! You've got Flash. You've got Green Lantern. You've got Cyborg. I'm missing one uh, character. That no, I'm missing two. Uh, but and because outside of that, they still say oh, two to Justice Leagues. Okay. I, I, uh, no, maybe I've already they've done
2: abandoned that. Justice League Dark. They've abandoned.
0: No, they just didn't say anything about that. So here's the other thing that went up. Okay. So, but the other thing is uh, Ken Sugiura also said. And we've probably got a couple of other uh, Batman and Superman solo films where we, we you know, will probably show up there somewhere too. So, there's a Lego trilogy, Lego Batman with Will Arnett. Uh, they also announced that there's going to be a Lego Batman Cartoon Network show called Beleaguered, uh, a <laughs> special of like probably 45 minute commercials once the commercials cut out. On the DVD, it'll be about 45 minutes. So, an anthology? No, it's about Batman. Uh, 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 kind of having to join the Justice League, which has formed without him in, in DC Batman, in, in Batman Lego Su- 2, uh, DC Superheroes. So there was sort of a Justice League there, and then that's kind of the plot of Batman 3, the video game. Uh, so this is going to be like, okay, because somebody's kidnapping the Justice League, so he's going to be the one man Lego Justice League and rescue them and then join them. So, but that's not going to be Will Arnett. That's going to be a separate continuity from. Lego Batman movie which then there will be a Lego movie 2 starring Star Lord uh, (laughs) which is just kind of odd and so just overall a little confusing there they also announced the uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them the next Harry Potter trilogy which I would not be surprised at all if we See that Daniel Radcliffe will get lured back in to somehow make an appearance. Like, is it being told by Harry Potter as a yeah, t- as a twenty something? <laughs> reading back, it's gonna be like Herald Princess Bride. Richard. He's on the bed yes. corner of the bed, te- talking yes. to his son. As you expelliarmus, uh, so. I go by Harold now. What? Oh, Harold yes, he's so. Harold Potter. Uh, so, anyway, uh, so they announced those. So they've got Lego Harry Potter and Lego Harry Potter. I wouldn't be surprised. And DC superheroes to save them. Now, the question you ask is, and I do the same thing, things that had been mentioned before is Metal Man had been rumored and that was left out. But but I suspect, you know, because Sujihara left it open that there might still be other things being developed. One, I suspect that like Shazam is going to be a new line film and not a Warner Brothers, so it's in a separate universe. I'd see Metal Man probably would work best a and probably, we'd probably be much happier if it was a standalone film about these robots that try to fight – if they were somehow a lot like Big Hero 6. Yeah, I was, and, see, <laughs> I was thinking CGI as well. Yeah. You know, let's just do it. Let's just see it. Okay. And um, the other thing was yeah, Justice League Dark. But Justice League Dark is on the Guillermo del Toro, I might make it when I get around to it list. So, because um, he also announced he's going to do Pacific Rim two and three, yeah. so I'm sorry, that's probably going to take precedence over his Justice League Dark. Although he says no, it's what they you know it's, it's in Warner Brothers' hands. The other one is the Sandman had been rumored right. before, and Neil Gaiman said, "Well, the reason it wasn't announced is it's a Vertigo movie, it's not a DC movie." Hmm. So, because uh, I wasn't out of respect, I wasn't even going to attempt Neil Gaiman accent. Uh, so. <laughs> Say it's Vertigo, which means also there's been a rumor of a Fables movie coming, and there was one other Vertigo concept. We, we know Lucifer's going to TV, but right. um, there was another Vertigo title that they were talking about developing as a as a film, and now it, it's escaping me what it might be. But that if that's considered a ver- – which actually gives me hope, because if you're going to do sand, Sandman and it's a Vertigo title – be like Constantine, except not with Keanu Reeves, and make a narrated film. Do it because yeah. that's what it should be and fables should be. I mean, especially after playing a Wolf Among Us, uh, which <laughs> you know, uh my daughter didn't have to keep kept keep <laughs> rushing Luke out of the room because like they're saying inappropriate words. And uh but it's good game though. Uh yeah. Allie was giving me tips. She's like create a little game guide for me to play uh Wolf Among Us. But and she really liked it. So um It's just even more coming out, so it's a lot of pressure. Is is again my feeling for uh, for these films? It sounds exhausting. It sounds exhausting to us as fans. Yeah, because they they
1: need someone like me to come work for them,
0: (laughs) help them get it all. Um, I I don't disagree with that, except when you say me, I mean me, and uh, the thing is, they have <laughs> Jeff Johns, and and the truth is, Jeff Johns is doing a killer job right now on their TV stuff, no question, yeah, no question. So also on uh, the Superman comic book that he's writing. Oh my gosh, yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, and uh, you know, so I I'm but I I'm happy to really the reality is the bread and butter for Warner is going to be the transmedia stuff the intellectual properties the ips right that uh the comics are ancillary that's the reality you know it's it's can they sell the action figures
2: can they sell the bed sheets well it sounds like there's like this second layer of comics waiting to be developed so you've got this batman and superman comic the batman and superman comics yeah and the justice league and all the rest then you do the movies, which are a slightly different take on it. Then you do comics based on the movies, which are not Which is what's what going they've been on. doing digitally. Yeah.
0: They because you know, I used to say out of, the Smallville out, of stuff out of New York Comic Con they announced Wonder Woman seventy seven to go along with Batman sixty six, so there will be a Linda Carter oh my. Wonder Woman <laughs> comic. Okay. I know that's all I could say too is oh my. Oh my and uh that they're doing Mortal Kombat uh because apparently they've really linked up with that because of D, of uh, Injustice Gods Among Us, that's done by the same people that did Mortal Kombat. So now oh, okay. uh, Warner's developing that. Oh, and well, remind me because I forgot to write this down. But the, it's it's neither fish nor fowl. Then there's a there's a, a, a Warner has a blue ribbon uh, online strategy of content, and they're doing a Mortal Kombat series there. They announced this week that uh the original creators of Static are they're going to do live action shorts online but I don't know where that is like it, it's, it's the original creators of Static they're going to do live action they're based static. On, they're Static they're okay. going to they're going to do live action episodes static. of Static. Interesting. So um you know and, and because it's online I'm going to put it in between movie and TV yeah. there. It's it, and, and that's all I know. Dennis Cohen is is involved and uh well, Dwayne McDuffie can't be, but they're, you know, obviously because unfortunately he passed away, but they're, but they're giving credit and, you know, and there was another creator involved that I, I really didn't know. And it's not, um, it's not Michael Davis, but I am hoping that Michael Davis has a piece of it too, is one of the founders of milestone. But the fact that they're doing that, that they're, yep. they're looking to it, but I don't know where the outlet is. Just like I didn't know when children's hospital, a show I love on adult swim started out as part of Warner's online strategy. And I never heard, I didn't know they had one. So with all the moves, we'll talk about that on TV. With all the moves that are happening, with with networks going to the internet, because TV, as we know it, is a, about um, uh, let's just start the stopwatch at three years and counting down um, because of what's going on. You know, we're going to cut the cable cord, as they say. Yeah. The business is about to change again. And but before we t- before we go there, let's go with the real movie to television transition, which is Marvel. Marvel has played us so brilliantly through the, through the medium of Robert Downey Jr. the past few weeks. And we he's a medium to, now. And we talked about it on the last podcast uh, that we did you know, about how he was saying, well, I'd do Iron Man 4 and I wouldn't. And I said "Would," And then it came out while, while you were off at, at a, a couple of conferences that um, he's going to be in Captain America 3. Not only that that Ike Perlmutter wanted him to have a very small part in Captain America 3 and just kind of age him out and go, Phew. and he said, no, I want to be big, so that's why they're going to do Civil War. Uh-huh. And I think it's brilliant to make this, make, what, what, what's next for Captain America as far as ideologically, you've seen him, he's taken down Hydra, he's taken down S.H.I.E.L.D., basically dismantled the, the corruption within S.H.I.E.L.D., right. and what's left? He's got to turn, He's got to, he's got to prove that either there is or isn't a place for his looking out for the little guy brand of hero versus who Tony Stark was. Right. You know, and um and so they'll take the name Civil War and maybe play that into Avengers three as well. Maybe make that two parts and then Avengers four will be where Thanos comes in. Because, you know, I don't know. I, I guess a lot of people have lost I, I, I think with Guardians of the Galaxy being so successful, it's almost like you want to see Thanos get played out there now you know it, yeah it, 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 because they seem better positioned to be the people that are going to face down well against it's kind of
2: like the characters out in space have more thanos skin in the game right than we do right you know, and it's, so, it's it's so much if you're, more obvious
0: so if we're tearing each other apart here if the humans are you know right. on earth tearing each other apart I think that's that's brilliant, and so I'm I'm all with that. Uh, and then who knows where the next characters are? We still say uh, there was a little thing about Ant Man, uh, where uh, Adam McKay said, "Oh yeah, Edgar Wright's script was great. We rewrote it. Paul Rudd rewrote. It. He's a great writer." And blah blah. I'm like, well, what else are they going to say? Because now you got to put this good spin on. Although, admittedly, look, the reality is that the biggest movie Edgar Wright has made up till this point because he's not on Ant-Man anymore still who's not seen is not seen by a quarter as many as saw the Avengers. Right. So, when you look at it from a business standpoint, Marvel isn't crazy having let him go, but you've got to put a big spin on that there's the quirky Edgar Wright thing so you don't make his fan alienate his fans. Adam McKay, good writer, deep thinker, you know, even though he's done some very goofy comedies, um and Paul Rudd, great actor, you know. I mean, so we look forward to Ant man seeing what goes there, and you know that's the that's they just played us they they just played us really nicely with um and oh and then the other big thing is every day it feels like not only are they releasing a new visiting back to an old comic book storyline, but who's going to play Doctor Strange today yeah and i i think i've the only name i haven't read uh, the three names that i haven 't read for Doctor Strange. Nate Costa, Rick Bretschneider, and Derek McCoff. Oh, I've been meaning to talk to you about. it. Uh, no, no, because they took Joaquin Phoenix his agent said basically, no, Joaquin's already turned it down hard. Yeah. But um they're talking, you know, Johnny Depp, they're ta- uh, if you're if if you've had a vaguely successful movie in the last uh, you know, 5 years and not already been Can I blow your mind? Cast as somebody. Who who are you going to blow Okay.
2: They I, probably named him. No, no, no. I we haven't and but I think Okay, so Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme. Yes. He is not someone who solves problems with his fist. He is not, he's fit, but he's not muscle bound. No, he's he's not going to be muscle bound. He could be a slender man. I don't think he should be a a muscle bound.
0: I think it should be Jim Caviezel. James Urbaniak. And they won't, because Disney thinking won't allow that. Also, as much as you'd like to, I've seen James Urbaniak in a bunch of different roles. Yeah. His voice never changes and you're going to put James Urbaniak as the lead and I love him do not get me wrong I think he's one of the funniest I actors think he alive could, he could make casting those spells real I th- I think he could but I think his voice would irritate people okay for an hour and a half it's he's unfortunately um it wouldn't irritate me but I'd also but if, every time you say Wong everything I, I would hear him say Dean uh, you know, so uh, and I say that as a man who it's like there are very few celebrities that I have gotten completely tongue-tied we've we've interviewed Doc and Jackson and had no problem Doc but when
2: he does when he does who, who's the in uh, no but let me finish my point it was like okay. he's
0: the guy that I'm like I can't Gene Peoples is who you're thinking uh, or the clown the clown but it's the same voice it is the same voice it's just a different speed Uh, you know, but I've been at a party with James Urbaniak and absolutely could not talk to him because I was afraid of being a complete dork. (laughs) And you know, but we've talked to Doc Hammer and Jackson public and had no problem. It's like no Urbaniak is on a level above them, even though they're writing all his lines. But I don't think I. But I would say someone like Jim Caviezel, who was actually at one point rumored to be, uh, you know, they was in the running for Superman because of the of the logic at one point in Warner. Which I know, and it's not their fault for not not going with this. Is like because people just don't get it. Is like if Superman's muscles, if his strength all comes from the sun, why would he be super muscle bound?
2: Okay, I have another one. Okay, and I'm drawing from the same pool just because I just finished listening to all the episodes of the Throwing Adventure Hour, Paul F.
0: Tompkins. That wouldn't be bad because he could also do, he, could he could also do, do his voices. voices. Yeah, yeah. Um my own problem with Tom- Tompkins that they probably wouldn't go with is, as much as you accept, he's a little pudgy. His face looks a little pudgy. So they put
2: him on the, the di- same diet they put uh, Chris
0: – what's his name on? Chris Pratt? Yeah. <laughs> He'd have to want to. He'd have to want it. And I just don't I think he would go for it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I would love that. But both names also, Um, 80% of the people, not necessarily listening to this podcast, but 80% of the people – uh, watching this would say, uh, who would read the news on CNN or Variety or whatever right. would go, who? Who I know and Disney would not allow that to happen. Okay, it, but it did, does bring up a question for me, and I and I realized I I just knew I wanted to ask this question was um, I was uh, at a conference with the, with some coworkers in my new job, and and one person revealed herself to be a superhero movie fan and said. Um, that she didn't like that Chris Evans was both Captain America and the Human Torch that you only get one yeah who said this uh, it, it, it's a coworker. worker I, I mean I've heard that opinion expressed by other people and I'm saying you only get one as the actor only as gets the actor one? yeah you shouldn't be two different people and Marvel does have a rule that like once you know we've said is Zach uh, Zachary Levi playing Fandral that's it he's not gonna get a yeah. shot at anybody bigger in the Marvel Universe because now he's Fandral, right? So you're, they're not going to double cast over what they have control over. But, um, you know, you've had Nicolas Cage be, uh, who, who who would say uh, he was Ghost Rider, and right. he was somebody else. Oh, he's Big Daddy in, in Kick-Ass. And didn't he try for a, is not he have a third one? Um uh. I I don't know why this it, I, I keep thinking he did, but I'm I'm could be just wrong. Like I know he was up for just about everything, um, but but you but you have Ben Affleck was Daredevil and now is Batman, and right. so we have a few that have crossed over. And I would say I thought Chris Evans made a fantastic Human Torch when he was cast as ca- Steve yeah. Rogers. I was like, no, that's a bad decision because he's a cocky son. He was also in The Losers, uh, so he's actually had three comic book different comic book properties. And Wasn't
1: he also, were we talking Chris Evans Yeah, still? He was also in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah.
0: And now you have Brandon Routh being both Superman and the Atom. And so, you know, I don't really have that issue, but but it, it, it's worth kind of throwing out there to say, like, is that, does that get in people's way? I'm looking at pictures of, of Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, and as I watched Gone Girl last night going, thinking, I've never really had the hatred of Ben Affleck that so many other people have. So, I was fine with that casting. Um, I didn't think Daredevil was great. I didn't think he was horrible in it. Um, So, that question, uh, you know, throughout there is, you guys agree, disagree that, you know, with everybody trying to get in, is it should, into the superhero franchise uh except apparently whoever's up for John, for uh dr strange because they've i mean they have named so many people Apparently, uh, they've been talking to jared leto they've been talking i think they talked to matthew mcconaughey i think the entire cast of the dallas buyers club <laughs> and uh they talked to johnny depp and they've talked to joaquin phoenix and they've talked to i don't know who else is yeah. is up there yeah but i've seen like eight or nine different names listed uh as oh they're on the short list ewan mcgregor uh, which, but he's Obi-Wan Kenobi and, you know, yeah. and Disney wants him to be this, uh, to be, uh, they're talking about an Obi-Wan Kenobi trilogy. Uh, so he might be wrapped up with that. I, I, I don't know. Um, so, you know, can I, I find and it's it, not even listed with a date. Is it Dr. Strange?
1: No, not yet. They haven't officially so. announced
0: it, but they know that it's going to happen. So the speculation on they this have have is just fun. We know it's they have a director. We know they have a screenwriter. Yeah um we don't know uh when the release date is but we know there's going to be and i want to say with dc i'm going to or with warner brothers i'm going to give them this by having announced the cyborg solo film it was still it was a brilliant move because even though it was a surprise to ray fisher because even if it comes out late that's finally the dc comics slate one ups The Marvel Universe. With a person of color. With a person of color carrying a film. Carrying the film, yeah. Because they have said for years, oh, yeah, there's going to be a Black Panther movie. It's going to be. They've never confirmed it. They've never talked to anybody. They have a cyborg. They're doing Power Man on Iron Fist. Uh, They're doing Power Power Man. You're you're right. Luke Cage is going to be on Netflix. TV. Uh, So, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, finally, I didn't even give that, but this is still there is still a difference. Yeah, and no, I'm not. I'm not, it's not definitely a, a difference in, in budget, and I'm waiting for Troy Benson. Uh, he texted me a fantastic point as to why Cyborg is getting the focus, and I said, "Can I print that?" And he said, "No, I want to write it better." So I'm waiting for an article for from Troy Benson, which really points out exactly why. I don't want to spoil it right now, but look for it on, on Fanboy Planet. Uh, why Cyborg is being pushed. It's so hard. Did you read the 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 funny bit? Did
2: you read original sins at all? Yeah. Did you read the one where they had all the little one page interview and one one panel interviews yeah. with everyone? Yes. And you get the Luke Cage. He says, "I really don't like sweets, and I'm not
0: the very fond of, fun of, fun of Christmas. Christmas." Yeah. So a- anyway, uh, so that's been all the movie, you know, movie stuff. And then Marvel released some stuff on Daredevil, and I gotta say, damn it. It better not. the picture they released of Charlie Cox as Daredevil in costume had better not be the final costume. Mm-hmm. Because what people are not, it, again, the short memories, what was that thing I was taunting you with about, oh, that Jonah Hex existed as a movie, Rick. Yeah. Now, this is the same thing. In the 80s, there was a TV movie called The Trial of the Incredible Hulk, yes. starring Lou Ferrigno and teen heartthrob singer Rex Smith as Matt Murdoch. By the way, Rex Smith was very good as Matt Murdock in that television film, Yeah, and he wasn't bad as Daredevil. There except was a Thor the, in that movie, too. No, no, it's a different movie. Oh, that's right. That's it's The Return the, of the, the Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Uh, that, was was, that, was, that was Thor, right? That was Thor. It was totally different. Yes. Uh, Eric, uh, what's his it's name? It's Man Thor. Eric but. Masterson. Eric Masterson, oh. who's yeah. on Good Luck Charlie on the Disney Channel. Um, I think I get, I get that confused because I think I've seen them bundled together. In oh, the they are all oh, you saw all three yeah. movies because there is also yeah. the death of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Uh, they're sold together as one DVD. Yeah, um, but uh, anyway, that the complaint that that's, Eric Kramer is what is Eric Allen Kramer, right? That's it. Not yeah, yeah. Eric Masterson. Not and, Eric uh, Masterson. That's Thunderstrike. Strike. Yes, okay. <laughs> that in the eighties, Stanley complained about the Daredevil costume. Which was it was black, and it was very clear that he was blind because they had no eye holes right. whatsoever. And people have argued uh, since. Well, and so Stanley said this like they wouldn't listen to him. They wouldn't listen. Blah blah blah. They released a photo at New York Comic Con, which is now based on they did art that was based on Frank Miller's take and arguably iconic. If there is an iconic run on Daredevil, uh, there are three iconic runs. But it begins with Frank Miller. I would also right. argue Brian Michael Bendis' run. Huh. Okay, half iconic, Kevin Smith, because it got people interested in him again, but it's really Brian Michael Bendis' run that did it. And Mark Wade's run right now is really good. Uh, and it's really, really iconic. Frank, Frank Miller. It's really Frank Miller is the right. first one. And that the, he had done a version of Daredevil that was black. It was kind of like the early days. So I'm hoping that's why it can change, because the photo they released was of uh, Charlie Cox in a black suit where it's clear he it's has like ninja, no eye holes it's a ninja suit it's a ninja suit but I don't, it not doesn't have oh, it doesn't even have the horns does it so it's the don't ninja think so. suit i so it
1: was just like a do rag
0: yeah so but it has no eye holes and you're so, right, and don't. the argument has been, it's like, well, you know, Daredevil's blind. I'm like, yeah, but it was an artistic license that he had eye holes that were colored red to match the rest of his suit. Right? You know, it wasn't because it was a plot point. It was even an issue of what if, where it was like, what if the world knew Daredevil's blind? They don't know, and if you're right. walking around in a costume in which no one can see your eyes. They might think you can't see. I think, yeah, so I, I'm really hoping that's not the case. You know, and we and we don't know. You may mention you mentioned Luke Cage coming on, on Netflix. They're not that advanced yet. They just say, you know, they released the first image. I'm hoping that's a that that's a cool thing. Um, still not really sure how it will tie in into the larger Marvel universe, which is the the torch being carried, the banner being carried by agents of Shield, uh, which uh, Rick is not caught up with. Because uh, he, he, he was at possibly the most fun convention that I could go to, uh, and I couldn't. But next year, again, next year, maybe. Yeah. Um, I got chocolate wrapped in in um, Doc thing. Savage. In Doc Wrapping. Savage. So uh, yeah, Agents of Shield introduced Mockingbird last night. That's not a spoiler. It was. It's been uh, tweeted, and, they, and they did the internet. picture. Yeah. She was, but she wasn't in the in the costume oh, last sure. night. But she will be. Um, you know, and people. I saw one thing saying, "Well, doesn't she look a lot like Black Canary?" And then somebody put a photo and said, "Actually, she looks a lot like Mockingbird, who does look a lot like Black Canary, who yeah. she is essentially Marvel's version." But again, well, they didn't beat her to it because beat uh, DC to it because Arrow has had Black Canary, yes. Yeah. So she uh, and weird. and Smallville had Black Canary, though I didn't like their version of it. Um, and actually, and people forget about this show, but I've ha- I've been reminded a couple times. Birds of prey. Had black canaries. <laughs> so it's true. two black canaries, uh, as does Arrow. So um, anyway, you know this is the golden age of television. Forget about the movies for a minute. It's like the fact that I can go on Monday night is Gotham again. It's just heaven. Tuesday night is is the Flash and Agents of Shield. Yeah. I recorded them last night. I actually prevailed upon uh, the forces of I Said, look, I'm recording these so that when you're done watching the Voice, <laughs> I shall. I'm going to stay up, and I'm going to watch The Flash and Agents of the Shield. Yay. Yeah. And if I were caught up, I'd be watching Arrow tonight. And then on Friday, I'll get to watch Constantine five, four nights a week. Yeah. There will be. Uh, and then if I were watching Walking Dead, that would be five nights a week. I'd be watching oh, it. Oh,
1: it's so good.
0: I'm thinking. I've as, got four episodes. I'm thanks. going to tell you. I've been thinking that as... Uh, I told Rick before the podcast started that I just decided. Look, I'm not. I haven't watched American Horror Story seasons two and three. It's an anthology. Uh, that is it. I thought this was the third season. This is the fourth season of this American Horror season. Story. So okay. I started watching American Horror Story and went. It's so good. It's only two episodes in. And I realized. Okay, the next time I have time where no one's going to walk in and go, "Ew, this is gross. How horrible. What are you watching?" Uh, that I will start with the current season of Walking Dead because I already know, essentially, what's happened. Yeah. But what I don't know is what, how they get out of Terminus. I just know that they will because, obviously, they have to. But it's at Comic-Con glorious. this summer, everything was Terminus, Terminus, Terminus. They had a barbecue place across the street from the convention center. And so it's like, okay, I can start there. I'm fine. I And you know i don 't have to go through season two. Everybody told me it was boring anyway, except for like two or three good minutes and so you know and then what that was actually that was truly one of the things that sure. stopped me is you guys were like saying, it's really not good i'm like, well, why should i I mean look i was i you know put myself through the Flash Gordon Wars of you know two thousand and eight <laughs> uh, or whatever year that movie came out you that survived TV, whatever that series was you were and, and this weekend I went through intruders on BBC America, which was not as bad as Flash Gordon but actually it would have been livened up by the by the presence of somebody in a leather jacket going ha 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 uh, ha. so uh, anyway uh, so i may watch walking dead but I realize that five nights a week and then in december if i can figure out how to get it um the well, i guess i can get it cuz it's a playstation network the ps network sony network is going to have powers so was that mean I think it was Nate. Blowing that was his Nate. Mic. Okay, that you know Brian Michael Bennis's Powers is going to be there. So what do you
2: have to do? Do you have to sign up for something, or is it a and subscriber? You, you, if thing? you're on the PSN, yeah. Well, I've got a PlayStation over there. I, I can't remember when I booted it up last. I
0: can use that. Yeah, together? you can you can you can watch it through that. I don't know if they're going to offer it, in a new, and you know, and if you can wait long enough, it I'm sure it'll come on come D-D. on a DVD, sure. But I like Powers. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not so keen on who they cast as uh, Walker. Yeah. Um, you know they're. It's okay. It's a different thing. It's a different animal. I just don't like that. It's Charlto Copley, and to me, he was the worst part of uh, of Maleficent. I really did and I think part of it was I didn't like the way it was, the character was written. But was uh, the king. He was the king. Yeah, I, I I didn't didn't like him. Yeah, and um, but I thought he was great in. Um, District 9 so yeah. mm-hmm. you know and I haven't seen 18 maybe he was good in that I don't know and I haven't watched Elysium so you know who knows but uh, but the reality is that it's like six or seven when you're gonna get Lucifer you're gonna get uh, Agent Carter you got shield Um, everybody's looking for oh Supergirl's gonna you know they're tra- CBS trying to develop Supergirl um, Is that anywhere near no, that's just I mean, – that's just, be, that's that's just that's vapor right now. But that's going to – yeah. I mean – and I For would reasons. hope that it's somehow in some kind of continuity because if you play Supergirl apart from everybody else, that's just – why would you have a Supergirl if there's no Superman? Right. You know, um, which – you know, so so we'll see. Um, I've been enjoying Gotham, although I, I see that both Gotham and The Flash are doing something that I, I feel is – maybe this is the, the, the hell of what network television has to do right now as they're desperately going – are we still relevant? Uh, is that uh, I think they're just they're just burning through plot so fast compared to the way they used to. Like, got you know. Oh, you mean as far as yeah, disclosure is a lot faster now. Okay. Yeah, the Gotham is like uh, you know Bruce Wayne's gonna be Batman by the time he's fourteen.
2: Did you read the crazy ass theory? theory that the Penguin is the Joker? Yeah,
0: that's a crazy ass theory. Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. He's to the Penguin. It would
2: be a terrific reveal at the end of the season. I think.
0: Then then who's going to be the Penguin? I don't know. <laughs> then some stand-up comic goes, well, "I'll be the Penguin." I'll be the Penguin. Wah! Sure. Uh, you know, so uh, I I I'm okay. with Gotham's goofy, but there's not a one of them that I don't like. You know, like Shield got better. Um, I don't want to. You know, we we've you've already seen at one point Kyle MacLachlan as Sky's father on Shield, right? And then you know, Lon asked me tonight and said, "Well, who do you think he's supposed there's to a be?" Spoiler
2: picture of him too with blood all over his front
0: and stuff. It's not really, a, a yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I saw it. It was not yeah. particularly a spoiler. I, he's clearly someone who's uh, prone to rage. So, uh-huh. and we do know that the Marvel universe, it, I shouldn't say we do know, we suspect very strongly that Marvel is trying to reposition the Inhumans to where, what the mutants used to be because they don't right. own, they can't use the mutants. Which I also heard Fox is trying to develop a, an X-Men related TV series too. So if that all comes to fruition, good lord. Uh we're in the age of comics. I never thought I'd live to the see the day. day that I could just watch comic book shows all the time. And then if they're not if they're not from comic books, they're making comic books out of them. So like yeah. last week uh Boom released uh or was IDW. No, Boom released Sleepy Hollow, which I love, which should have been a comic book anyway. And the comic book wasn't really as good because it's already a TV series. You know that's my that's my problem. Uh, IDW released Edward Scissorhands today, so I bought it because I had to know. <laughs> um, you know, but everything is we're back to like remember the '60s when Gold Key would adapt everything. It's like yeah. it's happening. Yeah. it's all everything's going into comics Only again, better quality, and than we're Gold coming Key was doing. and we're, <laughs> except for the art, you know, the covers were always great. And I don't even know if this artist is still alive, but the you know well, the covers were great. The artist who did a lot of a lot of the live action adaptation stuff for Gold Key, um, and I think he did a lot of of the the Space Family Robinson, uh-huh. Dan Spiegel. Okay. I don't know if he's still alive, but he's one of those guys that uh, that is just there was just a solidness to his, a consistency mm-hmm. to his work, you know, that I really really liked, and and uh, he sticks in my mind because again I had the Big Little Book of Major Matt Mason, the only. Um, kind of transmedia thing for Major Matt Mason at that time was illustrated by Dan Spiegel. And I must have read and reread that thing, you know, a dozen times at least. And, you know, so it's just a a solid, solid artist. And uh, like I said, I don't know if he's still alive, but he's one of those guys I'd like to see have a a renaissance or rediscovery even if he's passed an acknowledgement. Mark Avenier talks about him a lot because they did a lot of stuff with – uh, they did Crossfire and D.N. Agents. Uh, or I think it was just Crossfire in the uh, D.N. Agents crossover with it, but it was a different artist. Will Mignot, I think, um, uh, for Eclipse in the 80s uh, or Pacific Comics. I can't remember which, which imprint. I think D.N. Agents was Eclipse. Okay, so then uh, so was Crossfire. and uh, uh, But, you know, great artist who's just kind of overlooked right now, and I think it's, t- it's time to bring him back. He did a lot of Scooby-Doo's too. Mm. So um, anyway – we're in a, a great time, and <laughs> we've said that enough. And who's, you know, what's next? I don't know. The Dan one thing,
1: Spiegel still lives. He's 93 years old. God
0: bless him. You know, really, somebody should do a nice collection of, of some really cool Dan Spiegel stuff. So Age of Ultron? Yes. Oh, oh. we didn't even talk about it. I'm yeah, sorry. I was going so, to that. Yeah, apparently, really? yeah, we were going to say, at the end of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, we got an email last night, uh, or yesterday afternoon, All the all the media outlets that said... Stay tuned. So, you know, at the end of you know, because you know how when Shield first came out, Marvel said like you know every every episode is going to have this little gimme, And It's like they've really not lived. It. If if Shield in the last few episodes has failed at anything, that has been it. Like not there has not been any like what in the last minute. Yeah. Um. But so they promised there's going to be a special announcement at the end, and the announcement was like, and I was watching it at, like at eleven o'clock at night, and then I fell asleep, and I rewatched because I was like okay, I want to make sure I see the very end. Right. Uh, and the very end is just like, I said, stay tuned next drink two week. Oval tea. Drink more <laughs> Team. What a ripoff. Uh, a crummy commercial? A crummy commercial? For a crummy commercial? Because <laughs> that's what it was. It was a crummy yeah. commercial for a crummy commercial of saying, next week we're going to show the Age of Ultron trailer. Well, today it leaked online anyway. And then Marvel uh, tweeted, darn Hydra... And <laughs> shortly before the podcast- They I d- actually
1: tweeted, <coughs> damn it, Hydra. Damn it,
0: Hydra. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I This is a family podcast. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I didn't actually see the original. It was quoted to me. And uh, so then they actually officially released the trailer for Age, Avengers, Age of Ultron. What does that have to do with television? Well, <laughs> I still believe 10% of the country won't watch it on the internet. They'll watch it at the end of Agents of Shield, which is not actually doing that well in the ratings, which is a shame because it's really so much better this year than it was last yeah. year at this time. Um, but uh, so we saw it; uh, we we saw it. It is glorious. Uh, the television crossovers, of course, it's, uh, Ultron is played by James Spader, who some of us remember as. Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, best frenemy in a series of teen sex comedies and, and dramedies of the 80s. And now they are father and creation in the Avengers film. But he's also the lead of The Blacklist. And Lord, that trailer is so creepy. And uh,
2: it's OK. So I don't know how much of the plot has already been exposed. But just from, I, because I've been avoiding stuff on this, right?
0: So, well, why don't you give it the so what I, the what I, the bad Rick reading so of my
2: of read it. on it is that somehow Ult- Ultron has evolved as an AI in Stark's armor, and is basically jumping around to different versions. So that's what the Hulkbuster fighting yeah. the Hulk is all about, and I think it's brilliant. The one thing that I loved was it starts off. I guess he's the, the armor is kind of walking, kind of like a zombie-like across. Because it talk, also looks it, incomplete. It looks beaten to hell. Like, yeah. like it, somehow it must have attacked and been beaten down. Yeah, then, it, yeah. then it got up and there must be some kind of expose that I'm Ultron or I'm, I'm here to, to take you all down or whatever. The mask, Tony's mask is fractured by yeah. battle damage such that you've got the the nascent Ultron smile in there with jagged edges that looks like the Joker smile only lit up from inside and cybernetic. Well, and which is
0: Ultron smile has always been that way. You well, know? yeah, Ultron's smile is
2: always kind of angular and, yeah. and, and like yeah. almost like the Predator mouth um, from uh, from Predator. predator. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's that movie where he's a newspaper man and his name is uh, Kane? Kane? Uh, K- no, no, that's not it. Yeah, yeah. Anthony but, Perkins plays a psycho. What's the name of that movie? Yeah, the the. <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> Well, Predator Two—that was it. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so the so the but the the idea Sing in the rain. Okay. The idea that he can jump—he's going to be jumping back and forth. That for me makes
0: kind of the Age of Ultron aspect of it, where he's—it's a, a bigger threat than just Ultron. Well, you get to go through to Mark Five or whatever, you know. Yeah, you, yeah. you get to see his evolution, which you know played out over many years. And that's the thing when you got the movie version—is people are talking about that, you know when Robert Downey Jr says he wants to be an iron man uh, in Captain America 3 and Perlmutter actually wanted to fire him and uh, Kevin Feige said no 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 please you know they had a, apparently Feige stood up to Perlmutter and said no we need to make him a crucial part because yes he is going to age out of the role and as was said i think this is all one long story yeah and oh, it's definitely all one and Sorry. so th- the long difference story. is it's not going to be an endless uh, <laughs> An endless franchise in the way that James Bond has been. Right. Eventually, the Marvel universe is going to have to reboot because eventually somebody new is going to be in power mm-hmm. uh, uh, of the Marvel of Marvel Studios. But while Fagy's here, this is his vision. It's going to go all the way through. And you know, they said that if that's still true about that 2028, that that chart that goes that that far, that's going to take us beyond. They don't need Iron Man anymore. Saturday Night Live proved that. That's true. We would watch Fancy Ghosts in 2027. You know, we don't need it. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see, because that's what I want to see in comics. Uh, but you can't, because you no, know it's a franchise you've got to sell to my, my son and my son's son someday. Uh, this is not an announcement because he's only 10. You know, but Well, think about this
2: 2028, your son will be 24, 25 years old.
0: Right potentially potentially he'll have a kid uh, kid of his own. Not at that point. No, no, no. I'm no. not going to let him. No, because okay. he's still going to be debt up to his eyeballs for college. Okay. Thanks. Um, you know, uh, but uh, no, I mean, you know, I don't know. But it's a he, long, I'm just saying. But he, at 24, 25, he's not going to have a kid of his own to to watch the movies with. He's going to have a kid of his own to buy the uh, Fisher-Price toy exactly. for. Okay, nothing older than that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, You're no, no. You're a stern grandfather. No, the kid's going to be like two at, at most. I'm not saying, you know. Uh, no, at that point, he's got to get a 60-room mansion that I have hanging <laughs> over my bed. He he's promised that, and that I get to live there. Dad's going to be well taken care of. Okay. Uh, that's that's the promise. So, uh, you know, but yeah, but the, then it's time for a reboot, that it's a generational thing. Get through this whole thing. when, Because at the moment, and I know, I know other people <laughs> can do it. I, somebody else could play Tony Stark but I'm not ready to see somebody else play Tony Stark. I would rather see Tony Stark's story come to an end. I didn't like the way the Dark Knight trilogy ended, but I appreciate that it ended, to clear the decks for a new version. And that's what the Marvel... Well,
1: except for the fact that they're going to completely redo the whole origin again. Yeah. That Uh, we've seen a million times. Of of Batman? No, they're not. So they will.
0: I don't think they will. I mean, that's what Gotham is. There's the bet. No, but that's
2: what Gotham is. And <laughs> you don't think they'll have? You don't think they'll have any flashback at all to his origin? Well, they can
0: have a flashback, just the way Tim Burton did. Okay, you know. That's I, mean,
1: I don't, I'm not necessarily saying that they're gonna redo it with Affleck, but it's coming way too soon because, Maybe. just like Amazing Spider-Man, there was no need to no, redo the, the entire thing.
0: Well, let's be honest with, you, with Batman Sixty Six. You, you realize again, you know, it's that tr- that great trivia question what was when when was batman's origin fir- first actually portrayed on uh in somewhere other than comics uh not in batman 66 that's for sure no but in the in the proof of concept film he does get to make a reference to his parents having died but no ah. no, no no it's not i mean if the you Tim count Burton the film uh uh-uh. uh no oh the serial challenge of the super friends oh my there's an episode, the, the Scarecrow sprays, and Adam West had come back to voice Batman for the Hanna-Barbera show, oh. and they realized, and it was Alan um, Burnett, the guy who later produced the ba- Batman the Animated Series for, with Bruce Tim, who tried to push it, challenge Super Friends more seriously. They got Adam West, and Adam West actually did get to act out the origin. The Scarecrow sprays him with fear gas at Crime Alley, and he relives the whole thing. And it's the first time that that was that that was done. So for fifty years, well, forty to the seventy, okay, to the eighties, forty years. Yeah, it had never been explicitly stated. You could tell, you know, but everybody knew that's all you needed. I mean, it's interesting to me on Gotham that we're seeing, like we haven't seen that side. I like that Jim Jim Gordon is a great detective because now you can kind of say in a very clean way, Bruce is inspired by Jim Gordon's detective skills, and I could see right. them later becoming almost a mentor-mentee uh, thing as far as learning that stuff. And it wouldn't kill me if that's what it was. But, but, but been, you're right. You, the you, Tim Burton film didn't need that origin. I didn't yeah. want to see it. I don't want to see it. I I, I liked, don't want to see it in the upcoming film. I like seeing Batman Begins do it because nobody had shown it from that perspective. Gotham is showing from a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing the movies can show show me again. You keep
2: talking about transmedia. And the one that... move The one version of the Killing of the Waynes that has moved me and freaked me out the most was the one in Arkham Asylum, the video game.
0: Uh, okay, sorry, because uh, I think we just made that a not, uh, should, um You can probably edit that out. Um, that I agree with that. Yeah. That was the, uh, right, when it, in the morgue? Yeah. And walking down the hallway. He's walking down the hallway, and there's
2: the kid down at the end. And,
0: and, oh, Jeez, I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, that that's the best, uh, but I don't. Again, I don't need to see that on the big screen because, yeah. again, where even Warner is going to fail me to some point is I long for a Batman that's that can be edgy without not without losing its family friendliness. And like, you know, we're still at that point. I don't think Luke has watched the Dark Knight, or the, and I don't care to watch the Dark Knight rises again um you know because it's just it's just too dark and yet you're happy to sell me the toys and that's and and, i mean we've had that i mean we'll have a little side you know that toys r us had to stop selling breaking bad toys and i'm gonna i'm gonna be really controversial here and say i completely uh, people are going like well um uh you just you know if your kid's interested in Breaking Bad toys, you're not doing doing your job as a parent. And I'm like, our okay. kids always go for the bad look, stuff. Look, yeah. toys are us. It's a big Balloony logo yeah. with a giraffe. It's a toy store, and I know, I know that we are a generation that have not given up our toys. And I'm not saying the Breaking Bad toys aren't cool and I'm not saying the Walking Dead toys aren't cool and the Resident Evil toys weren't cool, and they say, and Toys R Us' argument was, well, it's in the adult collectible aisle. Well, let me tell you something. I go through those action figures looking for Captain Action, see if there's new costumes, and and see what Marvel's released and what DC's released. There is nothing that sets those sets that aisle apart as the adult, and I use my air quotes, the adult collectible, Sections because their kids playing there anyway. Other than that's what they are. Yeah. kids don't know that, and yeah. so and yes, I agree. Look, you got to exert as a parent and say no, you can't buy this toy. I get that, I agree with that, but it's still Toys R Us, and it's weird to have that conversation with your kid. And I know Toys R Us has been a long time selling stuff for adults, especially with video games, and you know they got to stay in stay in business, but. They've agreed to pull Breaking Bad toys from the shelves. What was the, uh, the I disagree with the it. Actor? No, I know, I say I know I'm gonna be I know I'm controversial, but when but when baby Costa's born, you might, you feel, might feel differently. Different. What was the
2: actor's name who played? Uh no, the, the, yes, the lead you will. on Breaking Bad. Um, Brian Bryan Cranston. Cranston. Bryan Cranston. So Brian Cranston's quote was, I burned my Angry Florida mother action figure. Yeah <laughs> in know, protest. That was funny.
0: No, but the thing is the thing is that really for somebody who wants a Breaking Bad action figure, there's yeah. plenty of other places to yeah, go. Sure. Walk in your damn hot topic. Walk into your Spencers or your. Well, you, the thing is
2: that was that was a product that was offered yeah. to Toys R Us by the manufacturer. Yeah. Toys R Us were the ones that decided to stock it. I agree with that. Yeah, and okay. so Toys R Us, if anyone is at at uh, in in. Breach in breach here of a public trust, and if they decide it right, I'm not. Oh, no, not I'm not the, mad
0: at whoever. No. I don't know who made. I uh, who made the asylum toys. Maybe yeah. he's doing the Breaking Bad or McFarlane. Is McFarlane doing the Breaking Bad toys, Nate? No, I don't think, I don't think was so. McFarlane. I think I've seen that one. It didn't look good enough. Mesco, something like that. Yeah. Um, regardless, you know, I, I'm not blaming the company that made the toy, Toys R Us, And the other thing is, Toys R Us has the right to say, you know, all right, fine, they've made a stand. They've still carried the Kevin Keller yeah. uh, comic book. They've still, you know, they're, you know, they're selling a lot of stuff that uh, that I realize, like the One Million Moms don't find Mezco. Mezco, it is yeah. Mezco. Okay, so, but I understand when a toy is clearly, clearly, clearly not appropriate for any child. Right. I don't object when Toys R Us says, "Okay, it's not going to hurt us. We're not going to carry it." So they, and that, that's fine. They're correcting their own action. They're, right. And yeah. so, But I know there's a lot of people complaining about it, and Nate disagrees with me. And if you disagree with me listening, write in to editor at com. Let's have a reasonable discussion about it. This is where I stand as a, as a parent, um, and maybe I'm a little too overprotective. I don't know, uh, you know, uh, but – it, well, it, methamphetamine is is a
2: is a very <laughs> big problem in a lot of uh, no. I'm serious. Well, I know, no, you I got know. to, to you turn got it to, to turn it into a toy, and and and
0: it's a great series in the eye. In and our, and no, here no. and here's the thing it's a, is a, it's a
2: series on a cable. Uh, it's
0: not a premium, but it's a cable only channel. And I guess this is my argument. And once again, I can't believe I lived long enough to see. But in my day, I mean, here's the thing: is I totally believe. That there should be um, cultural – is this the right right phrase for it? Cultural walls between there are things that are appropriate for children. Mm -hmm. There are things that are appropriate for adults. I don't believe that you should make the entire culture appropriate for children just because children exist. I love my children. I do want them to maintain their innocence as long as it is reasonable to do so. If the name on the store was collectible
2: figures – are us, yeah, and the parent went in there, Electra's Paradise, and let which the, is a great story. And let the in, child, uh, and let know, let the child run Winnetka. free. The parent is entirely at fault there because they didn't check the store out there. when it's Toys R Us, and there is an expectation that it's okay, a child but when friendly. I was a
0: kid, right, right, but that's the thing. When you walk into Toys R Us, you do expect it to be family friendly, yes. and that's and that's my issue, and why I I am okay with Toys R Us having made this decision because I think back in my day, here you know, here is my argument is. You couldn't do this now, yeah, but uh, the chain doesn't exist as well. The emporium as a department store when when real department stores not like Walmart right uh, but although Walmart's still kind of close enough for target, when we would walk into the emporium when I was a little kid and I'd say, "Ah, uh, if you're not if we're not buying me clothes, um, I want to go look at the toys." And so I would go look at the toys and they would right. let me hang out in the toy aisle. And they knew where you were and they could come find you later. And they could come find me, okay? But there was and because they also knew there was not going to be anything inappropriate. Now I had older cousins that had things that you would now find very casually at like Spencer's or whatever, you know, um toys toys that were made that were very limited edition, they were they were secret. You know, and it was like, oh, it was this kind of thing, you know, and again I sound like an old stand up going, you know, you had to you had to go under the hollow log in the in the creek behind the school to find the 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 three rotting porno mags and that was it. You know, it's like, but but that's uh, but that that's about it. The things that there was this secret for not forbidden, but it because you could still get away with it. But it, but the secret world of being older, right? And and I and I and I just feel like it's okay to have that cultural the, the mind. It's like I agonized over letting my son read the first of the new fifty two books, and he just as soon read. Like, you know, um, IDW, thank you for releasing, for deciding that you want to mint money by making a Skylanders comic book. Yeah. And, you know, the... the, the Congratulations. You well, did the right thing. You know, but I, I'm, I you know, and I'll admit this, this is a father, you know, trying not to let go of, of, of that childhood um, is, you know, that I know. I have a friend who said, like, well, his son used to play Skylanders, and so, you know, maybe Luke and he should get together. And he's like... Well, now he plays Medal of Honor, and uh, yeah. you know, and he's only a year older than Luke. I'm like, I'm so scared of that. Yeah, partially because I can't play that game, but you know, but but Luke and I play Injustice. We do. We have in, in, we have fun fighting. We take it off the blood mode, and you know, and it's like okay, and and he does it, but he indulges. Well, this indulges is this is,
2: this was the point I was getting to, which is in the end, even at Toys R Us. It's the parents' responsibility to be to be aware of what their child is being exposed to i
0: agree i I, I do agree with that and I they, and the
2: parent cannot say i didn't know you did this, you are now responsible for exposing which my child is, which is to something not what else. they which is not what they no.
0: said the protest is you know you're selling this we would like you know you should take you shouldn't be selling it at your store it right. was a protest right this is democracy and capitalism in action yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I, cause look, all the people complaining online again, it's also like dudes, you all know where else to go to get those figures yeah. and don't tell me it's cause you only have a Toys R Us and you're, no, you don't right, cause aren't Toys R Us is, there aren't that many. I mean, that was my issue this last weekend with... uh, More likely I have a
2: Walmart, and I'm more afraid of the people
0: who are in Walmart than I am of anything stocked in Walmart. Well, because uh, because, uh, Walmart actually sells meth. Uh, No, no, they don't. They don't. I'm just kidding. Blue. Edit that part out. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. Uh, Hello. Do we do we know a good lawyer? Okay, uh, which brings us to the end I think. So if you know a good lawyer or if you have questions, comments, compliments, criticism, <laughs> if you think I'm full of crap, that's fine. You know, you just transitioned. I can't cut that thing out now. It's okay. We don't have Okay. It, you can. Uh it, I you don't know why maybe that good lawyer is Matt Murdoch uh right into editor at fanboyplanet.com and uh you know also of course if you listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher you know rate us subscribe tell your friends let's do www.fanboyplanet.com if you can't find something at your local brick and mortar store if you want to buy, buy those breaking bad action figures pretty sure they're available on the Amazon link you can find at www.fanboyplanet.com. And if you'd like to donate to the Save Fanboy Planet Legal Defense Fund, uh, (laughs) you can go to the PayPal app right there and donate money there as well. remember, November is Share Fanboy Planet with a Friend Month. I didn't. It's also Movember. It's also Vote. Before you do anything else, Vote. Vote. And then
2: Uh, Share Fanboy Planet with a Friend. Okay. So, and, and, and by the it, way,
0: we are an equal opportunity uh, podcast. If you are uh, conservative, liberal, I don't care which way you vote as long as you listen to Fanboy Planet. Uh, so uh, we accept it all. And uh, and Ethan Van Skyver is okay with us. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm Derek McCaw, editor in chief of fanboyplanet.com.
1: I'm Nate Costa.
0: And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to. Use your powers only for good. i and
2: And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreat.com.
0: Luke, L-U-K-E-S-K-I, dot com. The power of brains compels you. You sound a little down. We're seeing the game, so that must be why. <laughs> That's it. That's it.
2: We're going to mute the game over here in a second. Debbie's got headphones to finish watching. It. Hopefully she won't scream. But I think it's over. Uh, yeah, six at this
1: end. point, no, there's not ending. much to scream about there's, unless there's they... Decide to turn everything around?
0: I think they should decide that. Because that's what it'll take. That's all it is. Yeah. They just have to say... Are they in Kansas? Wait a minute. Are they in Kansas City tonight?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. And then tomorrow they go to San Francisco. Which would have been better if they were had two games up, <laughs> Because <laughs> then they could have finished two more games in San Francisco.
0: Sure. And then we could have the victory parade by Sunday.
2: But they have three games in San Francisco and then... The final two. Well, no, games. but if
0: they had two games up, yeah, they could just they finish could just
2: up. be done this weekend.
0: And yeah, free us saying. all up. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what I'm saying. that's all I'm saying. How you
2: doing, Nate? Good. How was dinner? Ah, uh, dinner was tasty.
0: Yeah, I got to figure out my uh, counter account on that. Derek's trying to calculate
2: the uh, burrito of death that you just <laughs> I, consumed.
0: I did. I, I'm actually, well, I have. uh had, had one of me.
2: those alien p- bananas in it.
0: It was a plantain, yeah. So, yeah oh, yes. It was, it was delicious. In the burrito? It was a fried plantain. Uh, yes, as the center of the burrito. That was the meat of it. Then a uh, wow. whole wheat tortilla, black beans, uh, brown rice, and sour cream and cheese. It was fantastic. A little sweet, a little sour. It was sort of like uh, like eating a payday.
2: I had a tr- I had two chorizo tacos that were really good. Mm-hmm. What'd you have?
1: Me? Yes. yes. Yes, you. I had a turkey burger, a half a sweet potato, and corn on the cob.
2: Very that healthy. Sounds good. Very healthy. Sounds really good.
1: It was nice. Okay,
2: so Derek's got the notes.
0: Yes, I do. Are they in Evernote? They are. And I'm just going with... um, Joe Books,
1: Marvel Year of Future Past, DC Blue Sky. Yes. So they're kind of larger
0: topics and uh, should be of interesting, uh, you know... Did you guys
1: watch the Ultron trailer? Or I have did not you?
2: watched it. i would only just now heard it that, that it exists because I've been dealing with my mother all day. But it, it is
0: officially out there, so if you want to take a moment and Yes, look it up, you should watch it before we, we get have started. Conversation. Okay, there. I'll go watch it. It leaked. And then Marvel officially released it.
1: Yeah, and they, where'd it go?
0: It should be on, uh, uh, IO they 9 should have it.
1: They joked that they blamed Hydra for leaking. Yes.
0: It. Yes. Darn Hydra. Yes. I was just irritated about staying up to make sure I watched the end of S.H.I.E.L.D. last night at like midnight uh, to see what the great, what the big thing. They said, stay tuned for the big announcement. And it was like, and then it was, next week we're going to yeah. show. I'm like, <laughs> you guys are jerks. Uh, What the
1: hell was I going to say?
0: I don't know, but I hear Rick watching it. <laughs> You're all puppets. This is why Disney needed to own Marvel. So they could use the Pinocchio
1: song. Yeah, did you see Lon complained about that? No. <laughs> Let's see. I'll because read it to Lon you.
0: Lon would like to pretend that he did not actually have a childhood.
1: Lon Lopez. Really, Disney? Not only do you own Lucasfilm and Marvel, but you need to have Ultron sing Pinocchio in the new Avengers trailer. What's next? Yoda singing When You Wish Upon a Star Wars?
0: That would be hilarious. God help his child. God help his child who will be be, be fed tequila at three (laughs) years old.
1: Somebody younger than him said, oh, you're never happy. And then he responded, just wait till Pokemon or Power Rangers or whatever you grew up with gets rebooted and retooled and it sucks more than you know. Oh, wait, your things suck already.
0: (laughs) You know, he and Salazar sometimes just get into a death struggle. Put him in an arena and see who can be a grumpier old man.
1: I said this could be the greatest nitpick I've ever seen from you. Congratulations.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm, thank you for weighing in. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. It's true. It is. It's a great... I mean, you know. As always... Never mind that the environment is a mess, and, and you know humanity has thirty years to live. God damn Disney for putting "I've got no strings" in an Ultron trailer. Uh. All right, yeah, yeah, that added up. Oh. I gotta go run a lap. Mission accomplished. Yes. Now we can have the conversation. Sure. Yes. Yes. So so much to
2: converse about.
0: Well, no, seriously, I mean, it's like when you go, it's like, all right, since last week was a bunch of Marvel movie news and a bunch of Warner Brothers news, really, you just put that down as the topic. That's all you need yeah, like, to go. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. And then comics, the same thing. It's like, it's it's huge, huge moves, line-wide moves. So. Yeah. And then next week, we, or the next time we meet, because next week, oh, I have Wednesday as the problem. I have a work thing. You have so a work we'll, thing next week, and I'm out of town the following week. So we'll figure out when we can record something in the yeah. interim. And uh, and then um, when's Tiffany's due date, Nate? Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. Okay, Still why am I off blanking that? It's not that far away. A little ways. It'll be late. First one's always late.
1: Yeah
2: i'm sorry, I'm sorry Chris, that's, that's christmas eve. eve nate that's when
0: you're no god <laughs> <laughs> tiffany will kill him do you see how tall that man is you know <laughs> if that baby waits another month no hello, hello. my name is baby costa <laughs> if it comes out speaking <laughs> <laughs> well um yeah i was reading uh i'm, I'm reading a biography of groucho Marx, and said his second grandson was born at 11 pounds wow it's like, oh my god! <laughs> no it's wonder huge. his, his daughter in law divorced his son. <laughs> Justin was <laughs> nine pounds, ten and a half ounces, and that was huge. That was huge. So. Yes, it was. To be fair, with the <laughs> grandson, it was all mustache. <laughs> okay, are we ready? Yes. Let's see what yeah. we can get it in an hour.
2: Let's do it, Nate. When I point I'm to ready. you, in three, two,
0: one. Oh, listen up, fat boy.
2: Bu- I'm Nate Costa. And I'm Rick Snyder. reminding you to use
0: your, your powers, powers, powers only, only for only good. good.
2: <laughs> it's like having a dog. He has a dog.
0: I don't think Coco is that articulate. Okay. <laughs> Although she does make her emotions known.
2: I could, give me, I could make my dog. used to be able to make. If I spoke a certain pitch and,
0: and it was next to her, she would howl. Yeah, it was, yeah no, I mean, yeah. Coco, I mean, you can tell. Coco's got Coco's, yeah. yeah. And Nate has emotions, too. How are you, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. We yeah. need
2: to wrap up because I have to go run a midnight errand. Yeah.